0: Well, I'm excited for you to spend some time with Clay Scroggins. Hi, it's Beth Bacall. Clay Scroggins is a pastor and a speaker. He's an author and a thinker. He's the father of five beautiful children and Jenny's husband. Jenny's awesome. He's the lead pastor at Buckhead Church in Atlanta, Georgia. How to Lead When You're Not in Charge was his first book. And now book number two is an awesome resource called How to Lead in a World of Distraction, or Simple Habits for turning down the noise so let's spend some time with clay and see if he can turn down our noise Everything is such a distraction. Clay Scroggins, what's like the distraction that led you towards writing this book?
1: Well, for me, the distraction was this desire to be successful. What I've learned about distractions, Beth, is that really anything and everything can be a distraction. So naturally, whenever the title, whenever people hear the title, they think, oh, I get it. I got to put my phone down, which might be true for you, may not be true for you. The phone certainly is... uh, It's kind of the leading distraction in our world today, but honestly, anything can be a distraction because anything can be a drug. Anything anything that we use to distract ourselves from what we don't want to feel or we don't want to experience... That's really what this book is about.
0: And you actually started this book by explaining the noise in our life with a story about a car radio. I have these thoughts so often I ought to replace that slot with what I once bought. Because somebody stole my car radio and now I just sit in silence. Yeah, it's
1: a 21 Pilot song, Car Radio. I love the concept of the song, the author, the singer that wrote the song from 21 pilots just says look i i like my radio because it provides noise it provides a distraction then his radio gets stolen he's driving around and now he's just left with his thoughts which he realizes are fears that he's never really faced before that's what happens for us when we decide to turn the noise down we actually get to listen to what's inside of us which is not always fun but it's always healthy Mm -hmm. The healthiest leaders, the healthiest people are the ones that are willing to turn down the noise low enough and long enough to be ruthlessly curious of what's going on inside of them.
0: And that's a leader, whether it's mom or a dad in a family or yeah. a big CEO of a company.
1: Great point. I'm, I'm using leader in a real loose term. Um, I wrote a book two years ago called How to Lead When You're Not in Charge and really explored the idea that everyone's a leader because you've got the opportunity to influence. It's way more about uh, the ability to influence someone than it is about title or position or having the parking space or the bathroom in your office, uh, those kind of leadership things we think of. The truth is we're all leaders Mm -hmm. because we've all got influence.
0: And if you don't handle your emotions,
1: you just can't lead well. Beth, you're so good at this. I mean, just the lead in. That's exactly right. Uh, If you want to be a healthy person, if you want to be a person that's maturing in emotional health, you've got to be willing to turn down the noise.
0: You used the story about when Atlanta had snowmageddon. In yeah, the book.
1: yeah. Were you here that day? Oh
0: yeah, I was on this radio station, The Fish, for ten hours straight. What? I was. On How long the air. were you?
1: You were supposed to be on from three to seven.
0: Three to seven, but you know there were people stuck. Yeah. And we weren't going to go anywhere while they were stuck on the road. It It was an honor to be on that night. And then the next day when we drove back home, it looked like Armageddon. Yep.
1: Yep. Yep. Well, I use that story because everyone in Atlanta that day experienced what it's like when you don't have traction on your wheels, but even worse than losing traction on your wheels is losing traction in your life. Uh, And that's really what distraction does. Distraction pulls us away from momentum. It pulls us away from focus. It pulls us away from living a mission-focused life that God intends for us to live. And if we can be willing, uh, courageous enough to turn the noise down and pay attention to what's going on inside of us, I think it's the key to finding that uh, momentum or that traction in life that all of us are looking for.
0: So you give a couple of suggestions in this book, How to Lead in a World of Distraction. Everything from finding simplicity, speaking to yourself, get quiet, pressing pause. This is all such silent work, it seems.
1: Well, it's not, uh, it's definitely not rocket science. I mean, these are pretty basic things. But what I've found is in our world today, you're just not going to do these unless you do them intentionally, unless you decide, I'm going to in- install, I'm going to employ these rhythms in my life that are going to force me to turn the noise down so that I can be a healthier person. I, I, I would say the first thing we could do is identify what our distraction is, which I love you began this interview with that way. Hey, what is your distraction? But whoever's listening, I would just encourage you, figure out what your noise is and then experiment with it. Figure out ways to turn it down. It might be through finding simplicity. It might be through learning how to speak to yourself in a way that's more loving or caring. It might be in a way uh, of of creating a habit of getting quiet or pressing pause on something. Uh, A lot of times in the church world, we think about pressing pause as fasting from food. But it could be fasting from anything. It could be fasting from... Podcast, which is crazy because we're on a podcast right now, but it could be fasting from desserts or fasting from work for a day, which is what a Sabbath really is. It could be fasting from social media. Really, um, anything that you think is competing for your attention is worth turning down to find out what's on the other side of the distraction.
0: And I think most people really know what that is. It's just getting to that point where you're going to admit it.
1: Yeah. Only the courageous people do this. I Mm -hmm. mean, this is black belt level stuff. This is not entry level stuff. Uh, Only the real experts in life are the ones that ruthlessly turn the noise down because they really know uh, if I don't those emotions inside of me that are potentially wreaking havoc, that are potentially waiting to wreak havoc on people around us are just sitting there undealt with. And when we don't deal with emotions, they double in size. Mm. When we don't deal with emotions, they end up going into the basement of our heart and just start lifting weights. And instead of letting them do that, if we could turn the noise down and actually deal with those things, the anger, the jealousy, the discontentment, the loneliness, uh, then we can actually grow and mature and become healthier individuals.
0: they become monkeys or do they become moose?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's an uh, that's a really silly simple illustration that i use at the end of one of the chapters just to talk about we've all got uh those little pr- things in our life those little errands those little um that just get in the way and we also have the big things and i think if we could if we want to really find the most simple form of life it requires us to figure out what are the big moose in our life which is so hard to say because yeah. it a moose is moose plural as well. It's not a meese. Uh, it's so hard to figure out what those are, but when we do, if we can focus on making sure we get those done first, uh, instead of letting all the little monkeys get in the way, it's just a way to find simplicity in our life so that we can pay attention to what's really inside of us, pay attention to what's really going on.
0: You make it sound very easy. Was there a <laughs> life moment that happened that that encouraged you to write this book?
1: Yeah, there were numerous ones. Um, you know, My wife probably is the most, The greatest motivation for me on this topic because she is she's just naturally a disciplined person. I'm not um, I don't enjoy anything that's prohibitive. And so she was even asking me this the other day and she was like, you just wrote a book on this. Why is this so hard for you? But that's why I wrote a book on it, because it is so hard for me. Um, For her, she just naturally... At the beginning of every month, she'll decide, hey, I'm going to pick something in my life to quit. And I'm just going to press pause on it for for this month. And so um, she's been doing that, oh, gosh, for the last couple of years. And it's inspiring and remarkable. And
0: How Bob Goff of her.
1: (laughs) That is, Yeah, Bob Goff has uh, quit something on Thursday, I think. That's his day where he quits something. Um, But the idea is just, you know, you never know what has a hold of you. You never know what is really... Masking something until you turn it down. Uh, I, I like the illustration of white noise. Do you sleep with white noise?
0: My daughter does. She
1: does? Yeah. Um, everyone in our family does because ever since they were little kids, we just cranked up the noise. Uh, you turn up the white noise to mask those things you don't want to hear. And in the same way, distractions I've found are things that we turn up to mask those things that we don't want to mm. feel. And if we're going to grow, if we're going to mature, if we're going to become better, Mothers and husbands and fathers and leaders at work and friends, uh, daughters and sons, then we've got to be people that are turning down the noise. Religiously, so that we can really pay attention to what's inside of us.
0: Well, I'm super glad you were distracted enough to write this book and give us this great resource How to Lead in a World of Distraction Four Simple Habits for Turning Down the Noise. Clay, there's so much good in this book for individuals, for families, for businesses.
1: One, One thing I would encourage you to do if you have a team at work or even a group at your church. This is a great. Uh, it's a great book to do with the team, with a group of people. We've got a Bible study that's um, releasing really soon. That's just. Uh, it's got a video series that goes with it, and some great content to be able to chew on together. I-, I-, I love the idea of reading a book just you and yourself, but doing it with other people. I've found that's really when I begin to make some changes in my life for the better. So I'd encourage you to do it.
0: He's at Clay Scroggins on all things social on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You'll also find Clay Scroggins at Buckhead Church in Atlanta, Georgia. Clay, thanks so much. I so appreciate you.
1: Glad to be here.